Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal? Not the serious, no. What up, what everybody? This is real life still. Support Chester. Got GC coming on the air tonight. So give us a feel, you know, connect with everybody and try to have a new show tonight. Anyway, be back with y'all too. Enjoy the music. Went to jail trying to get paid Still on my rampage Jumping out some bushes Dodging cows Another clothes shade I'm bumping heads With the reaper On a daily basis Can't sleep with nightmares Or dead faces And fuck the man in the mirror I don't trust him Check his weapon It's a shame He got his boy blood On a muzzle That's why I turn my head And leave him lonely He's phony He got the whole hood Waiting on his ceremony It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder How I keep from going under I keep from going under it's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under, I keep from going under. I take a deep breath as I blaze this weed, mixed with hashes and tripping, how the outlaws smoke Tupac ash. My nigga badass laid it down, he told me, see, real niggas gon' always be around. Living in the minds and the hearts of the lost souls, and much love to the motherfucking outlaws. Backstage chopping game with Sean Dog and Snoop Dogg, and to my thugs in the grave, we miss y'all. I give a toast to your soldiers, you ain't die for nothing. And read the Bible, say every dead means something. It's true, niggas make the world go round. Pick up the black history book and can't seem to put it down. Black leaders getting struck down at they peak. Open your eyes, that unliberated shit is weak. And throw them up if you a soldier. I told you we'll burn this bitch down. Cause them Holocaust days is over. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I keep from going under. Wow. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I keep from going under, nigga. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I keep from going under. It's like a jungle out there, baby. From the motherfucking streets to the motherfucking top of the world. Shit ain't gonna change, boy. You got the eye on you even more. Now the eyes is worse for your life. For you to maintain, you know what I'm saying? So keep it real. And to all my thugs and agree, we miss y'all. I blow a kiss, I give a toast to the niggas I miss the most. My thug niggas, my real niggas. <laughs> Black leaders, keep doing what you're doing, nigga. Pete, keep doing what you're doing, nigga. You know me? I'ma keep being a mouthpiece for the hood, for the, for the ghetto, nigga. Till I'm dead and gone. Until then, I'ma smoke weed, get high. Pour out some liquor <laughs> for the real niggas, you know, keep it real, cause uh, I told y'all, <laughs> it's like a jungle out here, nigga, you know, it's like a motherfucking jungle, nigga, <laughs> keep it real, pack that still, peace. GT in the building. Anyway, shout out to everybody that's on here so far and everybody who is listening live. I am your boy Chuck C. Currently going to hold it down right now. So, for all the callers that call in and for all the people that are listening live, 
what we're going to be talking about on this lovely, lovely night is racism, a little bit of racial profiling, and some of the stupidest things that you've seen, heard, anything that has been considered stupid or dumbness that you have seen, I'd like to know about, GT would like to know about when he gets back in. But first of all, I'm going to take this time. I have a brother who's in school for journalism, and I actually want to take the time to give him a shout-out. He's actually doing real good and doing real big things right now. So I'd like to shout-out to my brother, OB3. Got a lot of love for you, kid. And, you know, keep pushing to do what you've been doing. Actually, I'd like to give you a hand clap. Because, you know, you're doing the damn thing, bro. You're doing the damn thing. And it's funny because I was thinking about my brother earlier, and since I came up on the topic of violence and racism and being racist and everything else in nature, just thought about my brother. Me and my brother have been through a lot of shit, like a lot of serious shit. Back in the day, like, I was willing to put my life in the line for this kid and anybody else. Like, GT has been my brother since way back in the day. But, you know, it's all love on this end. So, we'll be right back. Thank you for being on Real Life Spill. We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, yeah, that is so much better, my God. You have to care for a minute. Topic so far is how do you feel about racism? Racism. I'm talking about racism. What the fuck is wrong with me? Racism and violence. But I got a call in queue. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I think this is a return of somebody I ain't spoke to in a long time. But I guess I'll find out in a second. 9512. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, what it is, what it be. It's the boy Chris J on the beach. <laughs> this nigga, the MIA nigga. Well, let's go with you, though. Let's go. <laughs> what it do, homie? What's up, Crazy Jay? How y'all doing, man? I just I just called in, bro. I ain't know what y'all talking about right now, but yo, I ain't gonna lie right now, bro. Woo! Just good to be back on this beat. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad you called in now and not before, because uh. Your boy got a lot of editing to do to this show because we had all kind of fuck ups in the beginning. <laughs> I ain't even gonna bullshit. You. you had a lot of yeah. fuck ups in the beginning. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> but anyway, nah, you you would have been pissed off if you'd have called it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hold on, I got a hold on, I got a I got another call in queue. Wait a minute. Five four four. What up? Yo yo. What's good with you? Yeah, this is Steve O, man. Uh, yeah, it's good. Steve yeah, so um, since crazy, crazy Jason, you put in first. Uh, your thoughts about racism and violence? How you feel about it? Man, that's just something that's gonna be around wherever you go, man. Doesn't matter, cause I mean, that shit, that shit comes out in in all different types of forms, stereotyping, freaking just just by just by nigga skin color. Or whatever, doesn't matter, white, black, green, blue, doesn't matter, bro, you feel me? I mean, that's just, that's just around, dog. That shit ain't gonna never go away. So, how I mean, how I feel about, about the it? Zimmerman? How you feel about the Zimmerman and Trayvon issue? Oh, that shit right there. 
That shit right there, man, that, that'll get anybody hyped up. You feel me? As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to dealing with that or whatever, obviously, you know, you're dealing with a trigger finger happy, not even a fucking cop, nigga, fucking rent a cop or whatever the fuck that nigga mm-hmm. is. Security guard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trigger yeah, finger happy dude that, that, that probably wants a thread because he's probably not getting it at home or whatever. And, I mean, you know, with Trayvon, I mean, that nigga was just in the, you know, wrong place at the wrong time. You feel me? And you he, he was just he was pretty he was pretty he was pretty much a target. That's how I look at it. He was pretty much a target. Yeah, because yeah. I was, you know you know, I ain't I ain't been on here in a minute and I really didn't have plans on coming back coming back and bringing the show back until April. But I heard something on the radio, I heard this little this little statement that Zimmerman made towards the president stating that, oh, that he made it an issue about racial profiling and he made it a whole racist issue about justification because Obama says, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon. I mean, any typical black person would probably say the same thing. If I had a son, you know, it would look like Trayvon. And then you complain at the end of the patient scenario that you, that you're somebody's son too. Yeah, but you're somebody's son that's still alive at the end of the day. That's the difference. In the whole situation, like I said, with that with with that whole situation too, man. I mean, again, that goes back to the whole stereotyping. You feel me? I mean, as far as, as far as he knows, okay, you see a black dude in a hoodie or whatever late at night or whatnot, nigga straight profiling, dog. You feel me? Already put the little nigga in, mm-hmm. you know in that category. Oh, he doing something wrong. You feel me? Not knowing, you know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, straight profiling, bruh. And then, you know, mm-hmm. just because of like that, I mean, not knowing not knowing the situation or whatever, but as far as, like, how they, you know, how you know how his face looked throughout the scruff or whatever, you know, I just felt like, you know, he thought he could have kicked on Trayvon, and Trayvon kicked his ass, <laughs> you know, pretty much. Trayvon, Trayvon did whip his ass. Steve all before. All over, all over. Yo, Steve, before I kill my next caller, you got any thoughts on me on that? Yeah, I mean, racism is cultural, man. You're not born that way. You're taught to be stupid. You know? I mean, you got racist black people, too. You got racist Puerto Ricans. Racism is is a culture. It's something that's passed down to their kids. When a kid come out and you put your kid with a white kid, they don't see color. They just see two kids playing. They're just taught mm-hmm. to be ignorant. So it's not the it's not the people in general. It's who taught them and raised them to be assholes. You know, I mean, racism is gonna always happen as long as you have assholes out here to teach their kids to hate people because of what they are, who they are, and you know, and what they accomplish. It's like Public Enemy said over twenty years ago: they are in fear of a black planet, man, and it's happening faster than they thought it would. All right, well, let me get the let me let me get to my next caller, four seven four four. Uh, I ain't gonna give away who that is. I'm gonna just let them introduce themselves. But you're on the Hey show. everybody, it's Rain. What's up? What's up? What's up? So, <laughs> my nigga, <laughs> we talking about we talking about Joy Zimmerman and his donkey ass comment. Here's what I have to say to that: Obama did not make it a racial issue. You made it a racial issue when they released the, the tape of the 911 call. There is this black boy 
I'm going to follow this black boy. Again, profiling. Go you ahead. said black boy. You made it. You made it a racial thing. And I didn't find anything wrong with Obama saying if I had a son, he looked like Trayvon. Obama is black. Obama does not have a son. Obama has two daughters. His and wife is frankly, black. His children are black. If I had a son, I'm sure he'd look something like Trayvon. Oh, yeah. Actually, he looks like that's the fucking president of the United States, first of all. Who, like, like, really, nigga? It doesn't matter what the fuck that nigga say. That nigga's the head of every fucking thing right now. So, so my whole thing, my, <laughs> hey, my whole thing to that whole situation right there and what he said right there, I, I mean, like, I don't know if he either listening or whatever. Listen, nigga, get out your fucking feeling, all right? <laughs> and go sit down somewhere. Because, I mean, bruh, come on, are you going to really look at you really looking like a bad guy. I mean, that's just a plain simple. Yeah, I mean, Doc, come on, man. Yeah, but, but that's how you <laughs> stir the pot. When you got a black man that makes statements that white people find resentful, they try to use that against them. You know what I'm saying? It could have been anybody who said it. Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, anybody black who defend black people are the enemy. Shit, you know, like, shit, okay, for instance, like the mayor. Well, not really, but... Like, look, like the mayor in New York, when the cops got shot, he stated, he said, look, my son is half black because his wife is white. Right. The fucking cops, they wrote a petition on him and sent it to the governor. They did all kinds of shit to get this dude impeached because of the statement he made because he got to have a half a, a, a mulatto son because his wife is black. So it, oh, it, it's, not about, it's just about ignorance, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got, I got to agree with Steve, though. At the end of the day, straight up ignorance. You feel me? At the end of the day, you know, ignorance, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, so they're not gonna get rid of us, so they can do whatever they want to do. We're not going nowhere because they couldn't survive without us anyway. We can live without them, though. Do that. So how's my sister? Y'all? I don't know if y'all heard about it. I'm not sure the school or whatever. But what about the school where they had the old, um, the old, what was it, fraternity? They had the old fraternity signs on the top of the school. And they made the, the school took them down because y'all ain't calling people niggas and shit. Like, one day got this lady, oh. she went there, all her family has went there, and they mind you, these are white people. And they got her with a video where she said nigger like seven times. I, didn't, I don't mean G-A. She was like nigger, 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 nigger. She was having fun with the word. Listen, now, now, listen. About the whole word nigger. To be honest with you, I don't care if a white person call me that. I don't give a damn if a if a Chinese person call me that nigga. I don't, I don't care because for the simple fact that I'm not ignorant. <laughs> you feel me? Nigga, just a word for like a nigga come. What's up, nigga? Whatever. I'm like, what's up? Now, let me tell you something. I can't agree with you I'm on that. Let me tell you something. A white person ever open their mouth? Because I've had a, I've had I've had it happen to me. I went to a, I was this is when I was living in Alabama. Y'all know that is the, the the state for racism in itself. And the white girl I was going to school with walked up to me and was like, nigger, I don't like your hair. And spit at me. Let me tell y'all something. What? She said, before she, she could finish her statement, before she could finish her statement and get all her spit out of her mouth, <laughs> I had them punch well, her in her mouth. That's different. If a white person or whoever... 
come at you. I mean, not, they don't even got to be white, dog. They could be black, too. They come at you and say nigga and spit at you. Then shit, that's, that's disrespect. You know, shit. Off the <laughs> exactly. Don't be like that nigga from fucking Mortal Kombat. Finish that nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck who you is. White, black, mulatto, orange, purple, green. You open your mouth and spit at me. I'm going to fatality your ass. That's like, that's like not, 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 to cut every, not, not to cut everybody off, but um, crazy before you jumped on, and with the connection being all wacky, I was, you know, I drive buses and stuff like that, and I have a, I, I have four kids. All of them, well, three of them are aggravating. But the one that sits furthest in the back and the one that sits behind me, these two, they, they got their own little Martian conversation, alienated shit they got going on. And then you got the two that sit in the back that are like leverage because they, they just fight like bitches day in and day out. But it's like today, the one that sits in the back and then the one that sits behind me, the dude told him to bring it. The dude, he was like, yo, come here. He's like, I want to do something. Like, first things first, men should not blow on another man's ear. That's just fucking gay. And then number two, <laughs> then number two, now, listen, you try to blow in his ear, you spit in his face, and the kid says, Ew, that's nasty, you just spit in my face. Now I gotta go lost my body. That's the wrong reaction. See, that's the difference between a white reaction and a black reaction, because when that shit happened, I had a flashback. A white kid did that shit to me in high school, and before I knew it, there were seven people trying to pull me off the one kid. So... I was like, you really handled that in the wrong matter. What you were supposed to do was, you were supposed to jump over the seat and start whooping his ass. That's what you were supposed to do. Well, to be honest, I mean, well, what you're saying right there, see, man, what you're saying right there, I mean, it actually depends on the person. Because when I used to be, when I used to stay in New York, I knew this white kid or whatever. I wouldn't say it was the same situation. Like what you talking about right there, but you know, a dude got too too close to his ear and he splat off on four. You feel <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it all depends on the person, dog. You feel me? Like that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it have to deal with color, man. It depends on the person, dog. If he got a sore well, you, well, you or whatever, hold on, not. He got a softy. Right. They're going to be like, oh, come on, dog. You don't spit in my ear. And you, too, you, know, you know, you too close to my ear or something like that. They're going to whine about it. But let it be a hard-ass yeah. nigga. Let it be a hard-ass dude or whatever, female or whatever, nigga. You feel me? Like, oh, you, you're like, bro, you too close to my mother. Yeah, nigga. I'm going to, you know, they're going to spit a sack up on your ass. You feel me? So, you know, exactly. It's, 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 exactly. And you're right. And you're right. But my mentality is, if it would have been me. Finish him. <laughs> well, I, I, I got a, I got a question for y'all. I'd like to know if y'all feel like this was a matter of color, or you think it just was a matter of kids being kids. So, I know this little girl. She was in school, and I don't know what one day. Okay, the first day she was in school, a little girl threw sand on her. She told the teacher. The teacher told the little girl that that wasn't nice and left it at that. The next day. The same little girl. Now, mind you, the little girl that got sand through on her was black. The little girl okay. that threw sand on her was, I want to say, white. Spanish, white, whatever. Spanish. Okay. All right. Um. So the next day, 
The little girl punches her in the eye. <laughs> the little Spanish girl punches the little black girl in the eye. The little black girl ain't tell nobody. She ain't tell no teacher. She ain't tell nobody. It just so happened that her parents seen her eye and was like, what the fuck happened to your eye? And she nonchalantly said, oh, well, the little girl hit me in my eye. So, you know, as black parents, it was a big to-do. Everybody was trying to blow up the school, beat up the teacher, the parent, and the kid. So, so they um went up to the school. And long story short, the teacher's black. The child is black. For some reason, for some reason, the little kid, the little girl was scared of the teacher. But so she gets up to the school, and they go, okay, so. Who did you say punched you in your eye? What happened? Cricket. All right. Maybe it's because everybody's around her. We're going to let her go talk to the teacher and whoever owned the school or whatever, the principal, whatever. Cricket. You said nothing. But to jump backwards, when the teacher, when it was brought up to the teacher before the children even showed up, the teacher's remark was, no, this little girl couldn't have hit her in her eye because, number one, the little girl is three years old and she's Spanish. The little girl that got hit in the eye is like five. I felt like, I felt like that was some, I felt like that was some bullshit. Like, Okay, because she's three years old and she's Spanish. She's not capable of punching this child in the eye. First of all, First I've been of hitting all. the eye by a three-year-old. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I just got kicked in the eye by a six-month-old. I kicked in the chin, so yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think everybody don't got hit by, by, by a little one every now and again. Because, I mean, with my son or whatever, that that. that. Ooh, that nigga can hit. That nigga caught me in a jaw one time. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was playing with my daughter the other day. She's three years old. I had to remember she was three years old because she caught me with a good one and lost my lips. <laughs> well, that ain't never happened to me, but ha, did you? I don't ooh. think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, because she's only three years old and she's Spanish. She's not capable of doing that. It wasn't her. So if it wasn't her, then who the fuck punched in the eye? Where the fuck were you when she got punched in the eye? Yeah, how, how do you even know? How do you know that she got punched in the eye? You know, that that's the next thing. So did you stand in and watch a little white girl punch in the eye? And I ain't going to say nothing because it's a white girl. And, you know, this school is predominantly white. It's only a couple other little black kids, so ain't nobody gonna even pay no attention. Man, I, so wait, so is the teacher not saying no way that she cannot do it or whatever like that? Let me tell you something. I said, didn't I say the little Spanish girl threw, threw the sand, the little Spanish girl, white girl, whatever the hell she is, she threw sand on the black girl. The teacher okay, goes, so like, oh, don't do that, and don't do that anymore. You know that's not like She's trying to keep her job. <laughs> that's how I look at it. She just trying to keep her job, man. Like, you know, probably the kids' parents probably got that. Well, you trying what? You right? She trying to keep her job. So, I, what I said was, you know what? I do her one better. Since you seem to think that this little girl ain't capable of punching this child in the eye, how about me? I'm younger than you. How about I sock you in your eye? And then everybody say, oh, she's not capable. Of punching. <laughs> so much smaller and so much younger than you. Let me give you a black eye. Exactly. 
So guys, I got a yo GT. GT, where you at? I'm right here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you something because I mean, I, I know I'm flip flopping, but we running, we kind of running down on time to get more callers. But um, the question I gotta ask you, just give me a real, give me a brief answer. And I'm gonna tell you as you answer the question. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I asked you this. Yo, what's your interpretation of a real nigga? Interpretation of a real nigga. My interpretation, like it ain't the nigga you see on the corner every day selling drugs. Just because you sell drugs don't make you real. Just because you a killer don't make you real. A real nigga gonna take care of his family, take care of his needs and whatever he gotta do. Get it by any means. You ain't got to sell drugs. A real nigga can work a nine to five job and still be real. About okay, real so for every, okay, okay, that, okay. All right, everybody that I got on the line right now, I don't want y'all to say anything. I just want y'all to, I just, I want to hear everybody that's asking if I say what I'm going to say. Be Wait, to can, I, can, can, can I clarify hey, what man, I feel man. like a real nigga is on top yeah, of what he yeah, said? Before, before I blast off, you can go ahead. All right, so my interpretation of a real nigga is a nigga that 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 does what he needs to do to make sure his family good and himself good at by any means. And a real nigga ain't gonna he ain't gonna sit there and kiki in your face and ha 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 behind your back. He gonna keep it one thousand whether you like it or not, and it's just gonna be that he gonna be a gen, his genuine self. Ain't nothing about him gonna change or flaw. He gonna be the same nigga from the beginning to the end, and he ain't gonna do no whole shit. Word, word up, and I definitely, I definitely, definitely agree with that. But, all right, so, so everybody got on here. Okay, so I seen something on Facebook, and it clearly read this. It said, me and my daughter's father may not get along, but I will never forget the time. My baby needed diapers, and he set dick for the money. Real niggas do real things. I'm going I'm to say that one more time. I will never forget the time my baby needed diapers and my baby father set dick for the money. Real niggas do oh, real hell things. Fuck, no. Oh, hell fuck, no. Wait, I'm not even done. I'm not I'm not even done. I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Not oh, even done. Then, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then it says, he sold his ass for some summer clothes. I guess he is a good dad. First of all, he sold his ass and he it, said get the money for diapers. Is he a real nigga? Fuck out of here. Una box, he boy is. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You better off pawning your motherfucking TV before you suck some dick. Let me Yo. tell you something. Yo, Man. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. He's the one. Get the <laughs> Either one, either one of my baby fathers ever open their mouth and say, "Oh, I sucked some dick and I sold some ass to to make sure the baby's got." I'm gonna DDT that nigga. I'm gonna punch him in his mouth. I'm gonna DDT. DDT. Nah, nigga, fuck that. I'm gonna come out of my mouth. You said what, nasty bitch? It'd be worse than I was fucking dick and selling ass. Wait a minute, we gotta call that you. Yeah, I call that to you. Eight zero seven seven. Did you see that on my Facebook? Did you talk about my Facebook? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not talking. Oh, I, I, I don't know who's Facebook. I, I just see that Facebook in general. I ain't gon
but I did put it on it because I thought she was pretty. <laughs>
Shout out to my baby daddy because he one of the realest niggas I ever know in my whole entire life. He really than any nigga you ever know, and I put that up against God. He really than God, and I'm like, Ooh. okay, let me. I said, let me keep reading to see why she said. This bitch said, cause my baby daddy done put on dresses. He done took it up the ass. He done deep throat yeah. the
So, right. Your daughter came out to you and said she was gay at sixteen. So you knew she'd been gay her whole life. She's thirty some odd years old. You knew she'd been gay her whole life. So she she introduced you to her girlfriend because she's like, I really like this girl. It's really really serious. You see, you walk in and they kissing or whatever. You sit down with the other girl and told her straight up just like this. Stay the fuck she away like, from my daughter. Cool. That's what you could do for me. Stay the fuck away from my daughter, and that's just what I mean. If I catch you around my daughter, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. I'm like, mm-hmm. how you want to tell her who she could be around? Obviously, she your daughter like, like the carpet monster she's doing for her. She's she, 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 she eating your daughter's uterus out of her vagina. So leave her be. But how did she know the girl was an opportunist? Because she kept saying, no, you're opportunist. You're opportunist. You're just sitting here just to be on the show, and you don't really love my daughter. She's been with she that girl, though. That's gay. the funny part. But maybe, I think I think the only reason why she acted like that because she never seen her with a girl. She just knows she likes them, but she never seen her with one. No, your daughter said you've seen her with a girl. She's never felt the need to bring home a girl to mommy, but you've known that she's been with girls. You've been around her and a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that part. So if that's Maybe the case, why? I don't feel like, why would you come out the bag like that on that girl? You don't know her. Then you get a chance to know her. Then let the girl tell you her name before you hit her with the state away from, the state of fuck away from my daughter. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe because she was white. That's the only thing I can come up with then. Shit. That's what I, I thought know. about. So I'm like, okay, maybe because she a white girl. She was a big old <laughs> white girl, too. She wasn't even cute. She, she looked like, she, she, I ain't going to lie, though. She Where's reminded me of Amber Rose, but she built better than Amber Rose. Who? The girl? Yeah. She's built better than Amber Rose. She's built better than Amber Rose without all that extra silicone and shit. You're lying. (laughs) They got all that damn Captain Crunch man. She was so oddly shaped. (laughs) Ew. So you like all that silicone. Give me a natural bitch any day. I'll take the stretch marks, the sad wounds, the scars, the bruises. Bitch, at least I know you authentic. She got dimples in her ass, though. So you think it's fake? Because she has dimples. Money three ways, fucking bitches three ways, seven different formats, plus she's no oblate, but I make that bitch walk with some cheesecake. Yeah, I'm the coldest nigga I see, looking in the mirror like I wish I can be me. She too into me, I'm more into money. My hobbies are body, that pussy's my lobby. I'ma eat it, I'ma eat it. I don't lie, on my dick to proceed it. I told her she my wife for the weekend, but don't be acting like I need you, cause we poppin' like. Change time, brighter 
better than a strobe light I'm tryna fuck Coco, this don't concern ice If I mow the bow, she gon' mow the bike A nigga ain't worried about nothing Rehabilitation, just have me worry about fucking Money decision making, only worry about stunning She worry about me, her nigga worry about fucking I wanna see her body, body Then she said get inside of me I wanna feel you, baby Money, I win mails, Dr. J. She gon' follow my lead. Simon said, Paper, paper, I'm riding scrapers in California. Car smell like ammonia, we got that stank on us. Never been an outcast, that stank on you. From the ghetto, but my bitch like Apollonia. We in the hood, tatted like a Mexican. Car too fast, give a fuck about possession. Uh, and my section left niggas mole. Yo, GT. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. We got to try this out again. Before I bring people back, uh, because, you know, we kind of been taking over on our show, but it's okay. It's all love. I love everybody, and I thank them for the love. Um, so what's something you seen crazy in the 15? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm seeing some crazy shit so far. I say the craziest shit locally I done seen, like in my area, was oh, some dude just decided to randomly, I guess, I don't know what the fuck cuz was going through that night, but he decided to just randomly shoot into people's houses and cars with a gun. <laughs> and then when when uh, the police came, you know, they came, you know, they came about eight cars deep. He was cousin mm. of the definition because he decided to shoot out with the police. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it's funny. You're going to get away before Troll come. No, the shooting was yeah. literally one block away from the police station. All they had to do was walk across the street, walk across the highway, yeah. and into the neighborhood. That's how close he was to. The police station. Yeah. And you know it's funny. It's like before I bring, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the colors back in in a second. But um, it's like like I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you before I bring other people back and ask them. As okay, as I said, as I said, I do transportation. So there was a bouncer at the school last night. Somebody went in the bath bathroom. And on the bathroom stall, I guess, wrote, I'm going to blow this bitch up. In the the bathroom, I left it on the bathroom stall. And then at another school, they had the same shit going on. Somebody wrote on the bathroom stall saying they was going to blow the school up. And they're not too far from each other. That sounds coincidental to you or no? Nah, ain't no coincidence. Like... Some some somebody's trying to blow somebody the fuck up because you know they just want to spring break and shit. So everybody's trying yeah. to get out or early and shit. But it's like, okay, you said you gonna blow this shit up. Somebody else said they gonna blow this shit up. 
and then everybody, and then the cops come and it's like they up there with their thumb stuck up their ass, like they don't know what they want to do. Let me see what Steve O got to say about that. Yeah, Steve O. You? Do you think it's coincidental that one school has been threatened to be blown up? Somebody went in the bathroom and wrote in the stall, I'm going to blow this bitch up. And at another school not too far away, it's the same thing. Do you think that's coincidental? No, because where I live, they was threatening to blow up the jail just day before yesterday. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a whole lot of bomb threats going on, but you got to take that shit serious because a lot of this shit is starting to change. It's not Al-Qaeda no more. They got this ISIS shit, and a lot of them motherfuckers is right over here with us. And they're Americans. They're white Americans, Chinese American, black American, Spanish American. They recruit everybody because it's easier for them to get to us. You feel me? Because they blend exactly. in. Exactly. Right. You don't take that shit lightly. Uh, that's why I don't go to crowded places like malls. I don't go to that dropping of the ball. You got two million motherfuckers down on 42nd Street on New Year's. I'm not going down there. <laughs> that's a fucking, that's a killing ground. Two million people, when you going to run? If you don't blow up, niggas going to trample you to death. <laughs> nah, you never catch me in no shit like that. I watch that shit on the news. But no, it's not a coincidence. It's a it's a lot of validity to that because you have to be you have to take these people serious because they are actually blowing shit up, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, just last fact. week some kids shot up a school last week again. You know. And and it, and and it's and it's funny that you mentioned that because it's like the kids that I deal with, all of them are spe- like they're special needs and autistic, and they fuck with it's one kid that they fuck with constantly. And then my monitor told me earlier when we were at work doing the run, she said, oh, you, did you hear about the autism kids who just ran into school and shot up everybody? And then yeah. she said that the only thing I could do, only thing I could do is I could look at the other kid and I was like, yeah. I said, I said, everybody better start playing for their lives. I said, did I gonna keep fucking with him? And he's going to, I say, minus me and the monitor, he's going to come in and he's going to ice, he's going to ice all you fuckers, one, two, and three. I bet you going to be dead. Exactly. Yeah. And- and most autistic kids are smart as hell, man. They're not stupid. Look at Rain Man. That nigga was a genius. Mm-hmm. Autistic people are smart. They just, they're antisocial. They don't like to socialize with people. Their mind is different. Mm-hmm. Their mind is, is, is more complex than the average individual. Right, and they can absorb shit quicker than everybody else. But a lot of them can get angry and can do some real vicious shit, too. That's like the dyslexic kids. Don't, don't sleep on them because they, they sleep stuff backwards. Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, you push anybody to their limit, they will get at you. Yep. You know, it is what it is. So on a lighter note, I don't want to hear about no more blowing up, because where I live at, I done seen three or four. Every day it's a new building on fire, and within the last two weeks, I've seen about four buildings that either fell into a sinkhole or done been on a mudslide, so I don't want to hear about buildings blowing up and nothing. I'm just praying my buildings stay intact. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna end this out like this. Like craziest. this. Craziest. Craziest thing. Craziest thing. I mean, with all this bombing and all this other stuff, man. 
not get on no special tech or whatever. But you know, we are we are in you know the last moment. Oh, yeah, we are last. <laughs> not, not again. Not, not, not again. Not again. <laughs> you are on that last moment. But anywho, to get off that real fast and to talk about um, what C was asking on if that coincidental. I mean, you know, it could be coincidental. As far as, you know, as far as, you know, it could be the same person going around sneaking into other schools and writing the same bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. I mean to take it serious. I mean to take it seriously. I mean, I don't know. I mean it all depends because I mean like that's to write. I mean kids write stuff on the bathrooms, you know, super stuff on the bathroom stalls every day. You feel me? Yeah. So I mean, and that's a true fact. Yeah, you know. So I mean, like it all depends, okay, it all depends but, on how you take the situation. Right, but we haven't really had no domestic bombing since that McVeigh boy. Imagine yourself on 125th Street in Harlem or 149th in a big shopping area, and you and Dr. J's looking at a pair of new Jordans, right? Mm-hmm. And the nigga walking there, open up his jacket, and he got a bomb strapped to him. What's the first thing you going to do? Well, you ain't worried about them fucking Jays no more, are you? To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I don't know what the first thing I, I, I'm going to do. I know the first thing that I'm going to say. I'm going to say, oh, shit, this nigga crazy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And another thing is, hold up, forget them Jordans. <laughs>
What, what, what she was holding her with a gun, a knife, a bomb? She, had a whole, she was holding her hostage with a gun. She, because what happened was they were gay, and these were two, these were three gay girls. Um, the girl that and she ended up holding hostage was um the girlfriend. She broke up with the girl and told her she didn't want to be with her no more because she wanted to be with some other girl. So okay, so it was one of those if I can't have you, nobody can things. I guess she snapped, she mm-hmm. shot the girl that she left her for and was holding that girl hostage, shot her outside the campus of my school and turned around and was holding another girl hostage inside the middle of the campus of the school. And I happened to be right there. So instead of us being put in the gym on lockdown, they're trying to figure out how to get us out of the field because it's like 60 of us in the field laying down on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but you see how quick things like that happen, and you're not even aware until you get bits and pieces of it. But now you yep. caught in the mix now. Yep. It happens just that fast, you know. And I mean, and my, a gun, my father thought it, the proper thing to do was scream at me. Oh, I was calling you, and you should have turned your ass around and listened, my nigga. I can't hear you. Yeah, I mean, a gun carries. I mean, a little distance, but when I say a bomb, a bomb that can level a city block, that shit ain't a building ain't gonna protect y'all. You feel me? I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So anything is possible. And like I said, we haven't been attacked on our soil in the way that they do overseas where they walk in supermarkets and blow up shit and cars will be blown up with niggas walking down the street while they shopping. But it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Well, it's I'm coming. Let they, they need to let me know so I can dig a hole with the roaches who seem to survive through everything. Oh no, they ain't gonna tell nobody because, like I said, this is not this is not a message just to hurt Americans. This is a message to our government. You feel me? They don't like our government. And when I say they, we're talking about the people who are capable of strapping a bomb to their own kids and throwing it at you and watch you and that baby blow up. Yep. Yeah. So that lets you know these people don't give a shit about nothing or no one. And they are bold enough to do what they do over there, over here. They just haven't really took the time yet, and they ain't got fully organized. But when they do, I advise you, just really pay attention and keep your eyes on the news and always watch who around you because, boy, look at here. They're going to look just like us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So y'all want to hear something funny. Like on a lighter note. I don't mean to cut you off on a lighter note. So y'all want to see all we're talking about, the craziest things y'all are saying. So my sister lives in Jacksonville somewhere, and I don't know whether she was driving, she was going to somebody's house or something. She sees this old man, I guess he's some old homeless man or the local crackhead or something. This man got a wheelchair, like the ones you get from the hospital when something is wrong with you. He got a wheelchair with an adoption dog inside the seat of the wheelchair with three or four boxes on top of the chair, uh, on top of the chair, on top of the dog, walking down the street. Tell him he walking his dog. <laughs> He's like, killing the motherfucking dog. <laughs> no, the mom is going actually on top of the dog, but I was just like, you walking the dog, so you had to take your uh-huh. house with you to walk the dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it's some it's real Looney Tune shit going on out here, but I really try to avoid it because me, I'm like this. I don't believe a lot of the shit I hear and have the shit I see. But, I mean, shit is happening, you know. Well, you've seen I, some of the craziest of the crazy shit. You used to live in New York and ride the trains. You see the oh, yeah, I mean, on the trains. I done seen, you know, a lot of shit. But, you know, times has changed now, you know. 
times change. It's like everybody is like more secretive. You got a little lonely two niggas running around taking their clothes off, butt niggas running in the cold and all kind of little dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Got breakfast jelly all over with a loaf of bread in their hand. You know, all kinds of dumb shit. The ones who was getting on, I think he was coming to Brooklyn or from Brooklyn, whatever train. It was going, I think it was coming from Brooklyn. So he's on the train talking to the damn pole, talking about nigga what? Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I be fucking ass nobody standing in front of him. <laughs> Oh, and the people on the bus are backing up. But but you know that they cut that they cut these guys off. But I seen a friend of mine earlier, and I asked him about a an associate of of mine that I used to speak with, and I asked him, I said, whatever happened to this kid? I ain't seen him in so long. He said, well, I roughly hung out with him about three four weeks ago, and. He was supposed to come. Something happened at the house. He kid was supposed to come back. Kid ain't never show back up. He said the kid called him two days later and said that he that he's locked up. Now, I found it I found it funny, but it was fucked up at the same time because you went through the hassle. You you knew you had a warrant in a certain part of New York. You ran to a different part of New York to try to keep them from catching you. Now. The reason why I say it's funny, but it's fucked up, because you did all this running for nothing because you happened to get on the subway, and now, for whatever reason, if you fall asleep on the subway, and you make this shit a habit, police will come and fuck with you, police will pick you up from the subway. So this nigga must have fell asleep riding the trains up and down like most of the bums do at on the trains and shit at night. So they picked him up on the train, arrested him, Ran his name through the system and took him in jail for the warrant. It was just like, okay, you did all this running and you got and you got caught on the fucking train to still go to jail. That's just fucked up luck. <laughs> That's just fucked up luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did better off sleeping in the central park. <laughs> I mean, because yo, that that riding on the train shit. You you caught yourself riding on the train to flee and thinking that you wouldn't have no running with these bitches on the train. You fell asleep. They telling you to wake up. By the, by the time you got up, they got you at the station already running your name. You thinking they get yeah, away. Yeah, man, that's my phone. in the train station. is on the street. Shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they walking you to the cell. Now you playing stupid. Uh, what are you taking me to the cell for? Nigga, you know we was looking for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, what I'd like to know is what's up with these fucking adults that's standing around. This is the second time that I've seen this. Little boy in the, I think it was a train station in Brooklyn somewhere or in Queens somewhere. He's in the train station. Two uh, two groups of kids got into an argument. He's in the train station. He's going up the, the stairs to go to the train level. He's getting ready to go home. 27 little boys jumped on this boy. Damn, they killed him. The first uh, is, and I'm talking about it's a it's a place full of adults around, and nobody bothers to try to, to break this shit up or call nobody. Y'all just sitting there recording and watching this shit. The first incident I seen happened in Brooklyn, in a, was it a McDonald's or a Burger King or something like that? I, I'm pretty sure you heard about it because it made news and it made the radio. Jumped on, it was one little girl, 
one fifteen year old little girl and you had like fifteen, sixteen girls jumping on this one little girl. A whole bunch of adults are standing around watching this and recording it. So they can put it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, so they could put they could watch it on YouTube or now, I I, I did world. read something bugged out, right, about a week or two ago. These two little these two little girls they went they go to school together. One was black and one was white, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how they have the the PTA meetings and the parents, you know, they come in and everybody, you know, socialize about their kids or whatever, whatever. Yeah. So the little white girl was having a birthday, a seventh birthday party. Little white girl wrote a note, left it in the little black because this is the little black girl was her friend. They played every day. Left a note in her desk yeah. stating. I'm sorry, Sarah, you are not allowed to come to my birthday party because you are black and my parents don't want you there. I heard about that. Mainly, mainly, mainly the father. It was mainly the father. The father was racist. The mother didn't <laughs> yeah, say exactly. but the father, But the father said that the father, she said, she said, I don't, she's like nothing personal. She said, maybe my dad is a racist and he doesn't want you there. So you can't be there. Yeah. Yeah. That shit but that's fucked up. But you, see yeah. how, but you see how he's grooming a seven-year-old girl to, to be when she get older? Exactly. Yeah. He's grooming her. He's making her be racist. Or he's teaching her to be that way because she likes the little black but girl. But not necessarily. He's not teaching her to be racist because she, at least she had the common decency to write the little girl a note. Right. But my thing is this. She shouldn't even know... The difference between color. She shouldn't even know why her father don't want that little girl around. But now it's seven years old. You can't say that they they educate these kids fast on, so they know what they're dealing with when they walk when they walk into it. Because you got little kids just getting on buses and trains and stuff to go to school by themselves. Right. No, but I, I'm, I'm just talking about the color the color barrier where he oh, yeah, emphasizes I, I, I on the color is why she can't come to the party. Yeah. You feel me? And that's Cash, it, the and little girl would have been Puerto Rican or Chinese. Would he have did the same thing? No. Probably you mean you or little Yang Yang Kule? She's she welcome. Yeah, but being that the little girl was black, he emphasized because you are black. My dad don't want you there. My parents don't want you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but he's the, actually more hurting and not like black people. Yeah, and, well, that's just like I take thing, my daughter to a local. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I take my daughter to a local doctor's office, and it's one little girl that uh, happened to be there, and her mother cussed her out. Her mother didn't think I understood what she was saying till they speak Spanish. She told her daughter to move away from my little black daughter because she's not allowed to play with little niggas. Wow. You know it's bugged out. You know what's bugged out? I'm going to show you how racism goes back so far to when I was a kid. And I watched this episode. Y'all ever heard of the show, The Jeffersons, that used to come on? Yep. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm going to keep this short. George Jefferson was trying to get a business deal because, you know, he moved on up and got these cleaners and shit. Uh-huh. The guy he was trying to get the contract with was like a Texas a dude from Texas, but he was mad racist, but he didn't know George was black. So when he met George at the restaurant, he told George, he's like, look, I don't do business with you people. So George, you know how George get, he started getting hyped and got mad. The white man started having a heart attack. No, actually, he started choking on his food. George saved him and gave him CPR. Yo, when the motherfucker got to the hospital and the doctors told him that George saved him, he said, why did you let that nigga put his mouth on me? I'd rather be dead. 
Yeah. Straight like yeah, that. Man. He said, why did you let this nigga put his mouth on me? I'd rather be dead. Mm-hmm. And, that's and even, that that's goes you know to what? show you how ignorant these motherfuckers are. And that's a true fact, because that's even like, I mean, that you brought this situation up, I actually heard it on um, on the radio show I listened to in the morning, and I heard about that, and I heard about the Zimmerman thing, that's what made me want to come on the air, but they had a, they were taking people's opinions, and there was a guy, I think believe his name was Sheldon, he said that he used to be, if I'm not mistaken, he said he was racist before, but he's not racist. I forgot I forgot what you called him. Yeah, you're talking about the Aryan exactly. Nation. Yeah, the Aryan Nation. Uh, yeah, but it's like... even with that, he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he used to be racist, but he's not a racist anymore, but he's still... So, basically, they, basically they asked him... They asked him, do... You know, like, if that was your daughter... Would you would you want would you want her at the party? And he said and he said, Oh no. He said what made him stop black and black people was the fact that he was white, he dated a black girl, and wait no, yeah. Wait, I no, actually I said this wrong, I'm sorry. He didn't date a black girl. He was white and he dated a white girl. But the scenario is the white girl preferred the black penis. Just, just keep it straight and forward. She preferred the black penis. So that made him, because that one situation of heartbreak and being left for a black penis, made him decide that he didn't want, that he didn't like black people. Right. He, no, he didn't like black men. There's a difference. But Yeah, but no, but he, he said blacks in general. He said black men, and then he just really made it a racist issue. But, yeah, it was it was more or less men than women. But he, it was still exactly, a matter of it being said, you know. Right, but if you go back 600 years ago, that's all Master did was rape our women, and they castrated us. Mm-hmm. They cut our shit off, but they'll, they'll impregnate our black women. They just don't like black men. They will mm-hmm. fuck the hell out of a black woman if they get the chance. Yeah. You know, now yeah, real racists, like those Aryan and them skinhead niggas, they ain't fucking with nothing black or no color. Chinese... Puerto Rican, they, if you ain't of the Aryan blood, they ain't fucking with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But these motherfuckers talk about they don't like blacks. They talk about they don't like black men. But they like our black women. Fuck them, believe me. Sure. They love black women. That is for sure. I'm, I'm not, well, I mean, but when I heard that, it was just like, it was kind of just like, wow, at the same time. It was just like you know, I, I I understood how he felt, but at the same time I was like, well, you know what, that happens. That's that's just an everyday, that's an everyday life situation. You know, you gotta you gotta upset because you were with a white girl and she left you for a black man. I mean that that's happening vice versa. You know, black black be with black and then you get left for a white man. That's happen that's happening in cases. Yeah, but, you know, it always goes to the anatomy. You know, white women has this thing about black men because they say we we, we pack in the pistol or whatever. But my thing is this. You only can work with what God gave you, not unless you go get that shit surgically enhanced. You heard? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that don't even work. You can have a 19-inch dick, but if you don't know how to use it, what good is it? All right. It's just a big dead piece of meat that you just got for no reason. It's just there. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, it ain't about really, okay, I'm not going to say it ain't about size, but, I mean, if you can utilize both the size and know how to work it, it don't really matter what size it is. But if you know what the fuck you doing, you gonna get you gonna get the job done. It may take you a little longer, you know. Considering a dude who's a little bit more in, endowed than enough the next person. But I mean, yeah. you only can work with what God gave you. You feel me? It is what it is, and that's another thing, man. A lot of you know guys have this this like complex. Because women will attack your anatomy when they get mad at you, you little dick bastard. You know, they get mad at yourself, cause of fucking derogatory shit about your fucking penis. And some niggas get, like, fucked up behind that shit, get a complex. You know? And if you let that bother you, I mean, you got to ask yourself. It'd be different if that was the first chick you ever dealt with and she came at you like that. That would crush your heart. But shit, if you got eight kids and the rest of them bitches ain't complaining, fuck with that whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to wrap up the show. Um, let me let me let me get back to GT. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come right back to GT. Yo, yeah, GT. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yo, GT. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. If my, okay, I'm about to say I don't know if you that night. Um, so how you how how you want to do this? I mean, me and you definitely, you definitely gonna try this again, and hopefully we'll get it done the right way. I won't have an hour worth of fucked up production. <laughs> but um, you know, thank you for being my co-host, sir. Yeah, no I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to you know. Have you as a co-host again? Don't be don't 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 talk so much next time. You know, just, just be quiet like yours. That's my way of saying you know, speak up next time. <laughs> but um, you know, shout out to you. You know, it's already it's already love. Um, yo, Steve O. You. Um, me and you are gonna talk outside of the show because uh. What I'm trying to do, starting in April, me and me and Wayne are probably gonna do the whole month. But I want to play the switch up game. I want to have I want to have some guest hosts and uh, a guest host or a guest co-host. I'm not sure if that's something you'd be interested in doing. But we can we, we can talk well, outside yeah, the show about cool. that. That's cool. You know, we can talk outside the show about that. Look, I ain't doing um, nothing else. Yeah, I'm retired. I told you, I stay in the house. <laughs> Uh, you got you. You got any shout outs, though? Oh, yeah, man. The show wasn't that bad. It was actually good. But, I mm-hmm. mean, it turned out real well, and, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm I'm glad everybody called in. You know, everybody had some good insight, and that's what's up. That's what it's all about. Right, you know, speaking your mind and making sure everybody understands what's being said because there's a lot of things going on that we got to stay aware of, you feel me? The more we discuss it, the easier it is to deal with. Yeah, definitely right about that. GT, do you have any shout-outs, sir? Shout-outs, man, to everybody that called in. Thank you for um, helping us out. Shout-out to my dog, C and A. Can't wait to see y'all show that. Shout-out to everybody that even is this one. So let's see. 
Okay, okay, definitely. Well, hey, do you have any shout outs? Yeah, no, maybe so. Uh, of course, I'm always shout out to everybody that's around. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. We appreciate y'all having me on the And I guess I'm out of here. And I guess we'll talk to the people tomorrow. Uh, not definitely sure if we're going to be on tomorrow or we ain't. But uh, it's a possibility that we're going to It's a possibility it's not. If we are not on, I did some messages before stating that we will be back the first Saturday in April. And in April, as I said, I want to do something different. I want to try to have guest co-hosts. I, I, I know me and A is going to lock down the first and the fourth the first and the fourth Saturday, and then I'll start trying to figure out, you know, guest hosting, guest days, and stuff like that. So the chair that it was real. Shout out to everybody who called. Again, shout out to GT. Thank you for being the co-host for the night, the guest co-host. Shout out to the show, the callers, the listeners. And until next time, I'm your boy C. GT is on here with me. We're going to leave out of here. Good night. And when they used to hang rope, they always kept two up Had crosses burning all night like a church blew up And if you didn't look like them, they would fuck you up Time passed, Bubba turned 40 years old And all them Jack Daniels started taking a toll Seemed like Bubba was about to make a final bow And none of his friends from the clan couldn't help him now Family gathered at his bedside, ready to sing the blues when the doctor rushed in and said, I have some news. The good news is, Baba, I found you a liver. Only bad news is, it belongs to a nigga. Do you care about the texture of his hair or the cocoa brown color of his skin? Do you still care? Do you still give a damn? Now you're in the predicament, yo. Do you still care? Does it still mean a lot? Now you're the one who's needing the help. Do you still care? Does it? Do you find it hard to love your neighbor as yourself now? Tell me, why can't you act me as I am? Just the way I am. Where bigger grew up, boys were supposed to be tough. Girls were trophies, every man always kept a few up. When he was hurt and the tears would sting in his eyes His mother said, stop the night, yeah girl, real boys don't cry He learned in order to be a man, he had to know how to fight And had some very definitive rules about what's wrong or right He never had the luxury of being able to choose So to him, for being different, there was no excuse Bubba was big, he was hustling on the corner <laughs> Making some cash when he bumped into some beef that he had from the past he watched the sun's rays and the bullets fly In disbelief as his friends all jumped in their eyes 
Left him in the gutter, didn't care if he died. He was rescued by a car with plates that said gay pride. It would have been fatal, the shot in your head. It saved your life, so you always said, picture for dead, now do you care? But the clothes that they wear, would you rather if they left you there? Do you still care? What your friends want to think if they see you hanging out with a queer? Do you still care? Does it still mean a lot? Now you're the one who's needing the help. Do you still care? Do you still find it hard to love your neighbor as you love yourself now? Tell me, why can't you accept me as I am, just the way I am? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.